the next. Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Uh, the Spring Carnival is done and dusted. Melbourne Spring Carnival, although you can call the Sydney Spring Carnival now with the big races they've got up there. But finally, we've got through the carnival, but the racing never stops. We'll take a look at the cricket. Oh, I've got a little NFL tip as well, but I welcome, as always, on Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet, Mark Waugh. Good afternoon, Junior. G'day, Joey. Oh, and yeah, the, the Spring Carnival's over. I didn't have much luck on the last day. I did tip a winner in Sydney, but my Melbourne form um, went out the window. Nature Strip uh, got beat, Cascadian, and I'm Thunderstruck. Just couldn't make any ground from the back. I think you tipped a winner, didn't you, Melbourne, Joey? I've just I had one of the winners, right? yeah. Uh, you had Willinga yep. Rufio, I know, because I backed yep. that. That beat the other favourite. Yep. So I had a good day on, yep. uh, on Saturday yep. to finish the... Carnival. I was a little bit unlucky, Junior. One of those uh, unlucky hard luck stories. I like yeah. to take the quaddy, and I like to hope in the quaddy the faves get beat. So I went wide in the sprint, mm. hoping Nature Street would get beat. I had Rock and Horse. Yep. I only took Ooh, uh, yeah. Zaki to beat. I'm Thunderstruck and Animo just in case, and I got that up. Mm. Same with Alligator Blood. There was Private Eye, the short price favourite. My Oberon. I yeah. threw in Alligator Blood, and then in the last, I thought beautiful. I'll come home. I put in ten of the thirteen in the last leg. Sixteen thousand. The quaddy paid. I had fifty percent. You reckon I put in Snapper? Wins at $21. I had 10 of the 13 horses left out snapper. So that's, that was a bit oh. of a hard luck story to finish my spring carnival, but it was still pretty you'd have positive. To put, you'd have to put snapper in just for the name. Snapper's oh, a good name. <laughs> What'd you call yourself? Yeah. Snapperhead after that? Yeah, Two. that's it. Snapperhead. I yeah, told everyone at the pub, I shared them all a bit. I was counting how much I'd win. But anyway, that's the way it goes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, it's been a good, good spring carnival. But uh, yeah, we're good. heading off the beaten track a bit this week. We've got the Cranbourne Cup down in Victoria and Newcastle racing mm. on Saturday. But before we do get into the racing, June, just want to get your thoughts on the T20 World Cup. Uh, you were pretty confident at the start of the tournament the Aussies would win. You were pretty confident Mitch Stark in the uh, last game that we had to win and win well to qualify yeah. would rip through them and take some wickets. What the hell's going on with the Aussies? Well, yeah, exactly. I was, I was confident Australia would get through at least to the semis. You know, They only had to beat either England or New Zealand. They couldn't do either. And then as the tournament went on, obviously relying on net run rate, and just uh, the, some of the selections just baffled me. I mean, to leave Mitchell Stark out of that last game against Afghanistan and bring in Kane Richardson, who hasn't hasn't bowled, hasn't played in the tournament, and is a different style of bowler. You know, the Afghanistan batsmen. If you said who who would you rather face, Kane Richardson or Mitchell Stark, they'd say Kane Richardson any day of the week because Mitchell Stark's got <laughs> pace; he can swing it. He's the sort of guy who can take three or four wickets in, in an over or two. So that was a very, very strange selection. So I think Australia probably got what they deserved. Um, they weren't quite good enough in the tournament, didn't play with enough, I don't think, enough passion and, and energy. So they've been knocked out. But uh, what about uh, Pakistan getting through yes. to the final up? They were pretty much dead and buried. They lost their first two games off the last ball. Then they had to rely on the Netherlands to beat South Africa, which, you know, that's that's like... Australia beating Brazil in the World Cup soccer. It's just not going to happen, but it did. It did. So, And then, of course, um, Pakistan gets through. Then they beat New Zealand last night, who are a little bit off their game, I thought, New Zealand. Um, didn't quite field and, and bowl as well as usual. So well done to Pakistan getting through. And now they play the, the winner of the India-England game tonight in Adelaide, which is going to be an absolute cracker. I'm really looking forward to this game tonight. There'll be 50,000 Indian supporters over there in Adelaide tonight. So it's going to be a big, big game.
Yeah, we'll get your tip at the end of the show in that one. But imagine mm. in Melbourne if it's India, Pakistan again. Ooh, we yeah. saw what happened when they met in just one of the uh, in one of the round robin yep. stages. Imagine a T Twenty World Cup final, India, Pakistan. My God, it'll be off its head. But we'll get that tip later yeah. on from you. But <clears throat> let's get to the races because we've got, as we said, it's yep. still a big day. Newcastle and Cranbourne, and a couple of Kim Wall runners getting around this weekend. Yes, Joey, Newcastle's a big day. It's called The Hunter, the big day up there. There's a million-dollar race called The Hunter, which we had the favourite in a couple of years ago called Trumbull, but had no luck. But uh, it's a really good day's racing. Uh, the track will be pretty firm. We've had uh, very dry weather, so it might be a bit on pace uh, near the rail because they normally uh, move the rail out uh, out wide and then bring it back into the true for the main carnival, so for the main race day. So let's see, see how the track unfolds, but I think it'll be it'll be uh, hard to make ground unless you're you know extra special horse. So... I've got three uh, tips up there. They're all value tips, actually. I couldn't find any shorties I really like, so I'm going to start off in race five, number four, Annulus. This is the midway race over a mile. This horse won very well last start uh, at Newcastle over a mile in a slightly lesser grade. We actually had a runner in that race, and this horse led on the fence. The fence wasn't the place to be, but it still led and kicked on and won this horse. So you know, I think from barrier four... On Saturday, Tim Clark aboard. It should get a nice cushy run up on the pace, and I think it's a great each-way chance. So race four, race five, number four, annulus. So, Owen, what price we got for it? Uh, so that's paying six fifty for the win, or two dollars forty yeah. each way. Yeah, for the place yet. So we're back in each way. Uh, so we'll start off there. Then we'll go to race six, and uh, number twelve, a horse called Pink Ivory. This is a, a really up-and-coming stayer, I think, who's going to be well suited on the big track and uh, and on top of the ground as well. It uh, ran a very good race at Rose Hill a couple of weeks ago. It ran second to Pale King. Just got beaten uh, in a short margin. Then Pale King come out and won last week again to frank the form. So I'm going to go with race six, number 12, Pink Ivory, uh, each way. Um, Owen, what price you got there for us, mate? Uh, so $6 for the win, or two twenty five each way. Okay, two twenty five. So we'll back it each way. Then we'll go... To the big one, the Hunter, the million dollar race. Uh, very, very good field of uh, uh, milers here. Very even field. Um, and luck in running is going to play a part. But I'm just going with my value bet of the day here. That's uh, race eight, number eight, Banders Snatch. Now, this is a real dry track of this horse. Uh, it ran in the big dance a couple of weeks ago at uh, Ramwick. Had no luck. It was four and five wide all the way from a really wide barrier. Uh, had a stack of weight to it. 61 or 62 kilos. It drops down to 55 kilos. Uh, in this, uh, in the Hunter on the weekend, gets a decent barrier. Uh, two starts ago, ran second in Melbourne to Aegon, uh, who went super in a Group One race after that. So I think the form's pretty good around Bandersnatch. So it's my my value bet. Uh, race eight, number eight. Owen, what price we got? Give me about fifties, will you? Uh, yeah, so it's eighteen for the win and five dollars oh. each way. Oh, that'll do. We won't get fifties, <laughs> but we'll take eighteen dollars and five dollars. So there. <laughs> They're my three tips at Newcastle, so plenty of value there. Now, the War Stable, we've had a string of seconds this week at different uh, venues, so we've got a couple of runners uh, in town. We start on Friday night at Canterbury, so night racing's back at Canterbury, which we really look forward to, um, the night racing there. So race seven, horse number two, Sweet Ruby. This is a, a good mare of ours. Uh, she's been placed in a uh, list of grades. She resumes from a spell. Over 1,100 metres on Friday night, which is a bit short of her best, but I still think with a touch of luck from Barrier 7, she's going to run a really good race uh, with that class fi- uh, factor. We claim three kilos with Zach Lloyd aboard, so it gets in okay at the weight. So uh, that's uh, race seven, number two, Sweet Ruby. Have you got any prices there, Owen? You yes, I do. So, yeah, yeah. so $13 for the win or $3.60 mm-hmm. each way. 
for All Sweet right. Ruby. Well, that's a good price, yeah. Well, she's worth an each-way bet. And then we'll go to Newcastle on Saturday. Race three, number one, French Bonnet. Now, she ran third a couple of weeks ago at Rose Hill, first up from a spell. She gets into a really nice race here. It's a mare's race over 1,400 metres. We claim one and a half kilos with Tyler Schiller because we got the top weight. We're the highest-rated horse in the race. And I think she looks so well-placed in this race, French Bonnet. So race three, number one, French Bonnet. Uh, he's going to be hard to beat. What have we got there, Owen? What price? Uh, so four twenty for the win, and then one forty-five the if you wanted each way yeah. on French Bonnet. Okay, you can back her each way, but I think uh, we'll, we'll go straight out with French Bonnet uh, at Newcastle in race three. On Saturday, that's uh, my wrap-up. Joey, what do you got for us? Beautiful. Sounds good. I've just got the three bets. A bit like you. It was pretty hard, I think, to find mm. any sort of real good things, really short price favourites. So three each-way bets for me, some horses that I've followed and, and keen to stick with in particular. I'll start with race five, the 1,400-metre race. Uh, I'm going to go again with number five, She's All Class. It's been a bit costly, this horse. I really have a bit, bit of time and been following her, but just hasn't had the win, but... I think this might be the race. We know the jockey combination, Zara um, and uh, Mark, gate seven. I'm just going to give her one more chance. Uh, I think that uh, this is the race. So race five, number five for me, she's all class. That's paying 420 for the win or 160 each way. Thank you. And then we're going to go into the Cranbourne Cup, race seven. There's a horse that uh, another one I have a bit of time for. And since it's been racing in Melbourne, been really consistent. Race uh, seven, number nine, Visanari. It's third up this time around. I think it'll be peaking for this. It was terrific in that win at Flemington in that close finish. And then um, 16, uh, so it went up to 1,600, yeah, on the heavy track uh, in the Crystal Mile. Got too far back. You can almost forget about that run. I think now third up, fully fit, really consistent, got a bit of upside. I want to be with Visanari. Race seven, number nine, Owen. Uh, $4.80 for the win or one ninety five each way. Yeah, it's keeping it pretty uh, pretty conservative this week. And then in the, the Apache Cat Classic, over 1,000 metres, the Dash Race 8. I'm going to go with the first up horse here, Jigsaw. Um, it's going to have gate one, which I think will suit because it'll be a hot speed. Hopefully it just gets a little sit behind the speed. If the split comes at the, the right time, it's, it's been a long time since it's carried only 54 kilos. On the home track, first up, where it's got a pretty good record fresh. I think they've set it for this race. It's good odds, I think, too. So race eight, number 12, Jigsaw for me. Seven fifty for the win or $2.50 each way on Blue Bat? Yeah, that might do me. Nice conservative Saturday. Just back a few mm -hmm. each way. Same with juniors. Back them each way and hopefully a couple of them win. Junior, and we can end the day with a little bit of money in the pocket. Yeah, I reckon if we get one out of all those tips, um, we're going to win some, some decent money. Even if they run a place, um, you That's know, it. you're going to make a bit of a profit. So... Yeah, at this time of year, uh, once the carnival is over, you tend to get these big fields, and it's uh, yeah, it's difficult to find uh, some specials. But uh, yeah, some value there for Saturday's racing, no doubt about it. All right, Owen, you're replacing Charlie, who's taking another holiday. He takes more holidays <laughs> know, right? than anyone. This oh. bloke has gone to Bali again for a couple of weeks. He had a holiday a few weeks ago. I'm not sure what his contract says, but good on Charlie. So anyway, you're going to kick us off. We're going to have the same show multi. To finish off, where you want to go with your first leg? Uh, we spoke about the Kiwis losing the cricket. I think they can go one step better in the rugby league, and I'm tipping them to beat the Kangaroos oh, in the semi-final of the World Cup. I think they can do it. They've got the team to do it, and I reckon I reckon they're going to do it. Now's their time, and that's paying four dollars sixty for the win. Four sixty wow. they are to beat the Aussies. When that? When do you know when that's being played? I think it's Saturday, Saturday morning. Was it Sunday morning? The Saturday morning, six forty-five a.m. Uh, Sydney time. Right. So good. Not not Beautiful. too bad. Not too early. Mm -hmm. Not nah, worth getting Early up enough. for that one, Junior. Have you been following it at all, Junior? Your thoughts on that uh, game? 
Not, not really. I've, I've just been, yeah. you know, the basics. Uh, but, gee, they seem big odds, New Zealand. Uh, I, I yeah. don't know if I could tip them to win, but maybe with the start, they, they give Australia a good run for their money. So whenever Australia play New Zealand, doesn't matter what sport it is, um, you know, it's always competitive. So, yeah, that seems big odds. So, Owen, even though we're not happy with uh, you going against uh, the kangaroos, we'll, we'll cheer them on for our, sh- uh, exactly. our show multi. All right. We'll send you home if right. uh, if uh, if they lose, Australia. <laughs> That's it. I'll go second. I'm going to the NFL. Uh, being a keen follower of the NFL. There's a game on Friday, so Thursday night football, Friday morning, uh, Eastern time here. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are playing Carolina Panthers. Carolina, uh, Carolina are stinking it up really at the moment. Atlanta, it's a big game for them. If they win, they can go to the top of their division. They've got their two-star running backs, both fit and healthy now. They run the ball really well. Uh, I think they're about, what are they, $1.67, $1.70, Alan? What do you yeah, $1.66 for the win. Yeah, I wanted to put it in a bit of a same-game multi with Cordell Patterson to score a touchdown. He's their running back. He's, he scores in every game, basically, but we couldn't put a same-game multi into our team multi. So that's where I'm going with that, Junior, the Atlanta Falcons. If anyone wants to watch the NFL on Saturday, uh, sorry, if anyone wants to watch the NFL on Friday. Okay, so we're varying our sports, which is great. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to... Uh, start us off tonight in Adelaide uh, in the semi-final between India and England. I'm going to back India. I think uh, they're just uh, a little bit too consistent and their batting looks a bit too strong for England, who have been a little bit patchy in this tournament. They just snuck home, got the wobbles against Sri Lanka to qualify for the semi-finals. Probably depends on the bat of Joss Butler, how England fare in this game tonight. But I'm banking on India's depth in their batting. And the big crowd support that I'll get in uh, Adelaide tonight to get them over the line. So we'll take India uh, to win tonight. If they lose, well, boys, we don't have to worry about the rest of the weekend. But uh, let's cheer India on tonight. India are paying one seventy eight for the win there. Sorry, Owen, you're so a So what have we got? So you're not going to be I'm, well, I'm well, so I like England losing, so it's okay. Uh, so we've got New Zealand to win, the, to beat the Kangaroos. We've got Atlanta Falcons in the NFL and India in the T20. A bit of everything. We put them together. Mm. Only short, but I reckon pretty sweet, Owen. Uh, 13.59, that's paying. Oh, there you go. Well, maybe New Zealand. We'll take that. Yeah, we'll All take right, that. well, that's good luck. Well, hopefully we can come out again with some money in the kitty. Hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. We'll be back again next Thursday. Thanks for listening.